you know, but even still, it's, it's still a stressful process because I know, um, you know, we, we were late dropping the um, the first chapter, you know, and that's just because of, you know, how detailed it was. You know, um, Allende, you know, he's a perfectionist. He don't play about his art, and that's one thing I love about him. Um, you know, but he, he worked maybe 60 hours nonstop trying to perfect that chapter, Shit. you know, just those last couple pages. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and that was, he did about 60 hours in about three days. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Worst Generation Podcast. I am your host, GB, and we're coming to you guys with another episode today. I'm very excited to bring to y'all this episode, which is going to be part two. It's a follow-up to last week's episode with God Punch's creator, uh, Patrick Thomas. And so this week, we're going to be talking with the illustrator, Allende. Um, I'm going to introduce him to you guys in just a second, but... First up, let me introduce the crew that's going to be on the show today. We got our boy, Master D. Yo, what's going on? Back here again. And also on the crew, we got One Piece Leak. What's going on? What's going on? More content for y'all, man. More content. <laughs> we don't stop. We don't stop. Forever content. Uh, we are in the middle of expanding our content and, you know, branching outside of what we started off as just One Piece. And so um, you guys are going to be getting a lot of interesting episodes from us in the upcoming uh, weeks and months as we continue to go forward. And so uh, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the illustrator of the God Punch manga, and his name is Allende. Allende, welcome to the show, bro. Hey, uh, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate y'all reaching out. I'm, I'm excited to, to talk with y'all. Man, we appreciate you for being on the show. I, I think, like, you young. This is like, uh, as they say, black excellence. It's good to see a person of color that's doing something on a path that, um, to be quite honest, we don't always see. I think you being a manga illustrator is not a description that I usually see. Like, I've seen artists on Instagram. I see people that make, like, you know, a couple of characters here and there. But I've never seen someone, like, say, I'm long-term doing this as a as a profession, as a career. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I went to school for it or anything, but uh, that's always been like my private passion in, in terms of art. And when I graduated school and Patrick hit me up about doing God Punch, it was like, well, I guess now I got a got a reason to, to make it a full time thing. So might as well. Might as well, bro. And I think it's a beautiful thing. After talking to Patrick last week, I'm very excited for the future of God Punch, and I can't wait to stick by both of you guys for the ride as we just watch it evolve and grow. Uh, one of the things that we talked about last week, which I know is not technically your where, your wheelhouse, but um, we talked about like if God Punch is going to be animated and what the future for that looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that was an interesting conversation. But... To kick off this episode, I want to talk about an anime that's out right now. Do you uh do you follow Demon Slayer? I do. My man. Greatest <laughs> show ever. So, I'm out right now. 
Um, it's so be- good. Before we spoil anything from you, have you seen like the latest episode? I have. I watched it last night. My, perfect. So uh, we got this this voice message from Lee that uh, I want to share with you guys. And actually, I just thought about it, Leek. You on the episode, so you yeah. might as well just <laughs> you might as well just say you might as well just say what you left in the voice message, bro. I mean, it's as simple as this, man. We got episode seventeen. Um, I believe it's called "Just Master a Single Thing or a Simple Thing." And um, master, master one thing or something. Yeah, like master that. one thing. Um, in this episode, we particularly focused on Zanetsu for a while, and we got to delve into his background and why he is the way he is. And one thing I felt like was missing so far in the show was them actually giving us that character development. And this episode tackled it amazingly, not only from an artistic standpoint, but them showing us like why exactly he is the way he is. Like, because if you think about his personality, you would almost wonder why he's even a demon slayer to begin with. And so in this episode, we actually got his background and why he's a demon slayer and why he acts the way he acts. And we also got to understand, like, why it is he keeps using this same technique. And it also reminded me a lot of Rock Lee from Naruto, where he didn't have a lot of talent, but he worked really hard and he was able to master one single thing. His master told him, if you can master this one single thing and you can take it to a high enough level, you'll be able to compete and fight with everybody else. But we just got to keep striking it and striking it and getting all the impurities out. And before you know it, we get this beautiful display of him basically almost awakening, it seems like, and just going ham. And we got a beautiful animation for that. So if you have not checked out Demon Slayer yet, go watch Demon Slayer. It is definitely worth it. You read the manga too, because the manga is even better. Yes. Yeah, Patrick is up on the manga. I'm 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 behind on everything manga wise, so I, I can't even I can't talk about Jack. Man, the manga is amazing. It's amazing, bro. You guys got me wanting to read the manga because um I think it was you Leek, that told me that even in the manga, like the the drawing skills and the way like the scenes are placed is just as excellent as the animation. And so for that to be the statement that you make where the animation is on this level, I'm just like, damn, I got to read. I got to read the manga now because I'm they've been showing they've been showing uh, Zenetsu mad love. Like I was telling you earlier, it's ridiculous how how I'm not even mad that that bro only using one attack because the shit look good mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one powerful ass attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, I'm not even pissed off on him. And I and I think. uh that calls to mind that since they're both on like this high level of work, you know, something that we talked about in previous episodes where we look at one punch man season two, and we feel like there's a decline in the animation from the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I guess, and, and you wouldn't think so. You would think just by nature building on top of the manga and making an anime by nature is going to be better than the source material, but we're seeing how difficult that is to do these days, especially when you have like high high quality mangas that are being drawn and illustrated by artists like Allende. I appreciate y'all putting me up there with them. I don't think I'm there yet, but uh, I'm working towards it, so we'll see. I mean, you got to master one thing, bro. You just got to keep mm-hmm. beating at it go. and beating at it. That's the, that's the theme of the episode right now. The fact mm-hmm. that you even started off 
uh, with God Punch. A lot of people don't even make it to the point you're at right now. You're just mm-hmm. out. You're out here doing it, bro. And a lot of people just they have these dreams. They want to do it, but they never get past their fears, or they never get past their hangups to even step out and do it. Um, yeah. Do you have any any favorite artists that you look up to? Uh, definitely. Well, I always grew up reading and watching Bleach, so Kubo is like one of my favorite of all time. Uh, and in fact, like my style used to be like heavily influenced by him before I kind of like started developing my own style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Yusuke Murata, who does One Punch Man, is also definitely one of my favorites. Like I, I've been looking to him a lot for, uh, you know, just like technique and uh, just like minor things that I can improve in my work. And um, shoot. But I kind of like anything that I read, I I kind of pick up skills and uh and techniques from the artists who work on those series so like it's just but i would have to say maybe the the one punch man artist yusuke murata and uh bleach's uh artist kubo and maybe um the artist that works on death note or worked on death note Takashi uh, obata obata yeah, yeah. I, that's so. interesting so like a while back leak shared with us this uh this infographic that talked about the most skilled manga artists has voted by Japanese fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this vote was taken in July, 2019. And so of the top three, you named two of them, uh, Obata from Death Note, he's number two. And yeah. then Yusuke Murata of One Punch Man is number three. At number one, they have uh, Akira Toriyama. Would you, Yeah. I, I, I don't know in terms of like, in terms of like sheer detail and drawing style, he would be my number one favorite. But definitely in terms of, I've always liked the way that Toriyama displays fight scenes and yes. like and placement of characters within panels. And I think that's so, uh, so under underestimated. Oftentimes, when you talk about like manga, I don't think people think about that enough. How much that matters. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Tor- Toriyama. Um. I mean, Dragon Ball Z was like one of the first mangas that I read growing up. So I, I would definitely put him up there. Like you can look at there. It may not seem like it sometimes because a lot of the manga is, is just fights, you know, but mm-hmm. even just some of the background panels and stuff uh, do have a lot of detail to them. Uh, and I think that gets overlooked because of like, you know, the main content of Dragon Ball Z is just fighting. So that got to, you know, but Apparently in Japan, people notice it because they put them at number one. So I yeah. fuck with that. Uh, Leek, you read a lot of manga, and we were talking about, when you dropped that infographic on the chat. Uh, we were talking about like your was your your favorite artist was uh, Murata, and I think yeah, it was I think Murata. Sensei dropped the uh, yeah, I think uh, Sensei dropped the artist of Berserk, but his yeah, name is is slipping me. His name is slipping me though. Um, I'll I'll get back to that later. But um, like, what are the things that you look for when you're looking for an artist? I like draws you in. When I'm when I'm reading manga, I like I need the characters to be very detailed. Like I want I want when I look at, it, I want to think that you actually took time to put this together. Like it wasn't quickly done. Where you know you kind of because sometimes if you look at some manga, it looked like they just drew it really fast to finish the panel and move on. And one thing I noticed about One Punch Man, and it might, it's possibly because it's not week to week, but um, 
is One Punch Man is like extremely detailed in the drawing. So that's why you might get a One Punch Man chapter like maybe once a month and it might be like 14 pages. But then next month mm-hmm. you might get a chapter is 50 pages. So it's like they put a lot of time and effort into their drawing. And so that all, but that also go, uh, that also makes you notice the drop off when it's not animated well. So it's kind of a double edged sword when it comes to that. So if you, t- I, I like really, really detailed drawings. So like when he was showing Berserk, you can tell, like, I think he showed us like a picture of a dragon maybe. And the, the you can yeah, and like you can tell, like it took a lot of time and effort and to put into the detail. Like you can feel, you feel texture, depth. Like you can tell how it's contorted in its dimensions. Like you get a good, accurate. You get a good. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You get a good idea of how large and how how small something is, or how well it's drawn. And so that's what I look for when I'm reading a manga. So whenever I like consider like my top manga artist or mangaka, I'm thinking about how detailed their drawings are. Okay. Wrong? Yeah. What should, um, be, what should be looking at? For me, it's mostly like emotion. Like, I want to feel like what the character is feeling, like how you draw the facial features, how you draw, like, you know, those little small details that will, like, make the character, like, you know, feel a certain way. That's what really draws me, you know what I mean? Like, a manga, especially. Because I want to feel like the emotion as I'm reading, like, it's going through the character's faces. And, that, and one thing I do love, I love the juxtapositions that they do have, like, the manga, uh, manga cause will do. Like, I know zombie have that same effect in um, one God Punch, a book called One Punch Man. But, um, yeah, so it's always those small, small things that really, like, you know, draw me. It's like a good manga. Like, uh, how do, how's the character, you know, look? How's he, you know, his emotions, how do they come across? Is it funny? Is it, you know, is it sad? Is, is, is happiness shown really well? And all that just helps, like, you know, make the story, like, more real and more believable. Like, I'm not just reading a manga. But, like, I'm actually, like, in my mind, I'm playing the whole, you know, story out in my head and i can also really feel the whole thing going along yeah i think uh i think that emotion thing is something that i don't i really don't give enough credit to at times like i don't always think about the emotions of the characters much like i said earlier i'm more about like placement and so um over the years that's why i've grown more of a one piece fan because i think oda has become so much better at how he places characters and especially like considering like perspective in the room that makes me feel like i'm there mm-hmm. but uh yeah i like as you saying that i can i'm thinking to myself like i really don't even think about like all the emotions of the character when i'm reading the manga like i, mm-hmm. I look at their like I, I i get the emotions from the words i really don't look at their face and go like oh mm-hmm. this tells this tells the story because mm-hmm. like one facial reaction could definitely tell like a whole scene based on like someone's reaction you know like, especially when they do those um, those funny faces, it's like, wow, nani? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have me dead. How you, uh, Allende, how you feel about your, your skills with faces? I remember when I was in art school, uh, the, the first year I did art school, faces and hands were the bane of my existence. And everyone else <laughs> in the class, like, they hated it, bro. And the yeah. teacher would just have you drawing them over and over again. Especially the girl that sat next to me, um, her name was Kat, and she used to do everything with stippling, which is basically like you're using a, a pen with different ink and weights to yeah. create like a, a dot effect that creates like shade and everything else. Mm-hmm. It would take her forever to draw the hands and the faces, and she would be so angry when the teacher would look at it like, no, you didn't, you didn't capture the soul. 
How, yeah. <laughs> how, like, do you do you find yourself like struggling with that, or are you as concerned with that at this point in your career? Um, I mean, it's definitely still something I, I could improve on. Um, and it used to, it used to be um, where I, I absolutely hated drawing hands, and um, I don't know, like expressions were 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 kind of hard at first, but. Um, now I kind of, I really enjoyed doing like expressions, like facial expressions. I think, um, it's still a little difficult sometimes to get certain expressions ac across well, or like emotions and stuff. Um, but you know, I've been studying other manga and, uh, artists that do it well, like Murata and, um, even even in one piece it's done really well even though the the art style is different so he can kind of get away with different the the ways that the way that he draws certain things um it doesn't have to be as i don't know if it, i would say accurate just because his his drawing style is more of like a cartoony style yeah. <laughs> but um yeah and then hands uh i've been you know, I always hated hands, but now I kind of like hands, which is something that most artists probably don't get, don't say very often <laughs> at all. But uh, yeah, I, I think like hands are pretty cool to draw now because because I understand them. Uh, I think once you understand the form, it's it's a lot easier to draw. I think when I used to draw hands, I didn't really understand like the placement of the knuckles and like you know where certain lines on the hands connect and stuff like that um now that i've kind of gotten that down it's not as hard as it used to be so yeah um i did want to ask you about like um i noticed as i was reading the manga like those are the blank faces that you made or like you know the two dot eyes and the straight line for a mouth what happened where'd you um where'd you, where was that influence from uh honestly probably just a bunch of different manga that I've read where they've done something similar like that. I think I just, I pick up on certain things when I read and then when they come out in my work, I kind of have to go back and be like, where did that come from? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't think I had a specific, uh, artist that I looked. Oh, okay. I, I take that back. So I was reading a chapter of one punch man. I think when I was doing like, at the it's, it's at the beginning of the chapter where Percy's grandmother calls up to yeah. him. Yeah, and he makes that face. Yeah, that face. I, it definitely yeah. I mean, one but I was thinking exactly of a scene of like Saitama when he makes that face. I'm like, this is definitely. Yeah. So it was it was it was a uh, but it, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't Saitama. It was actually uh, King when oh. when Saitama's in his apartment mm, and uh, <laughs> and and King like finds out that that he's uh, or Saitama asks him like. Hey, so why did you run away from that fight earlier? And King's like face just like went all crazy and, and stuff. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want. I want like, you know, I had like the, the dark jagged lines around his face and stuff. Yeah. And his like expression was really like simplified. So Yeah. Now those are my yeah. favorite parts in any manga, or those little face juxtapositions that they make with their anime characters. Like the switch mm -hmm. of being too crazy and hilarious. <laughs> I, I fucked with that scene in general just um because it's, it's 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 almost it's damn near strange to me to be able to be reading uh a manga that's written by you know um 
people like me, man. And so like when when his grandmother's calling him and she used that full name, I like I felt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that on a different level. Like that that hit home. So like the the expression, everything, it has a different meaning meaning for me than when like King does it in One Punch Man. Like I I damn near receive it differently. Or mm-hmm. as I imagine like what must be going through their head. So um I, I think that's a I think that shows a cool way that like the same type of artistic expression can be done by like two different people on two different projects and mean two totally separate, uh, separate things. That's like right. a, that's an interesting kind of like thought to me, but yeah, man, that, that, that definitely, that panel definitely hit home when she called us down. I was like, bro, you better, you better get downstairs, bro. <laughs> <Facts. Yes. Whooping. laughs> like, like you ain't, you ain't never too old to catch that butt whipping, bro. Just mm-hmm. get downstairs and, and figure out the dream later. Like you ain't got time, dog. <laughs> Um, while we speaking of like, uh, you know, artistic influence and everything, uh, Rome, who's really like our resident researcher, uh, was on your IG and, uh, he noticed that, uh, Nicholas Draper Ivy mm-hmm. was kind of like, was kind of like a, a, a goat to you or an idol of yours. Oh is yeah. It, is it, what, what is it about his artwork that like draws you in that has you looking at him at that level? Oh, uh, okay. So I've known. Well, I say known, like, I'm more of like an acquaintance of his, because we're not really like friends, friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were just Facebook friends. But um, I've been following him for about, it's probably been about six years now. Um, And so I've seen his like artistic growth throughout those years. He was always kind of like somebody I looked up to because he was doing what I saw myself doing. And he's, you know, he's maybe like five years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, um, like his artwork is just like, it's very unique, you know, it's, it's, it's organic. The line work doesn't, um, I don't know. It's like his, I can look at his work and I can be like, yeah, that's Nicholas's work. Like I, you know, I don't see anybody else's style or anything come through, um, other than like some, maybe some subtle influences, uh, from some of his like favorite artists and stuff but um yeah like i don't know his uh his artistic style has always just like stood out to me because it just doesn't look like anybody else's he kind of has that like um more organic and uh what's what's the word i'm looking for it's not as like it's it's more natural like it's more yeah well it's like yeah it's more natural and it's also like his uh his backgrounds are more abstract they're not as like oh, okay super detailed as like you know like if you look at Murata's work he will draw every single little building in that skyline like mm-hmm. to the to the t in the background with the windows and everything nicholas's is like a lot of uh sketchiness and like expressionist kind of strokes mm-hmm. with his work so you get the idea of what the background is and that's not to say that he doesn't have detailed backgrounds when it calls for it, but uh, he's more so about like getting the emotion and the um, the overall like feeling of every panel through his line work and like like y'all were talking about earlier the like positioning of his characters and uh, expressions, you know. So he his is very like emotion based, whereas like Murata is more of like I'm gonna draw every last single detail in this panel, you know. So, 
I pulled up his uh I pulled up his Tumblr just now so I can see what she's talking about. I definitely see like his backgrounds definitely have this. I feel like the background could be a painting on its own, like an oil painting or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the characters are in the foreground, just much more detailed, uh, much more illustrated. It definitely adds like a um, kind of what photographers do the uh, the depth of field effect with the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we we know it as portrait mode though for the for the common person. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, portrait mode with the cameras, it kind of has that feel to it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm digging this. Does he illustrate for any any mangas or does he have like a comic? Yeah, in fact, he's uh well, okay, so he originally was working on his own stuff. Um like I was, which is why he was such a big like idol of mine because it was like he's doing it, like he's getting it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh but then he got picked up by this company called uh Noir Caesar to do uh their it's a series called Exogenesis. Oh, bro, I'm probably finna get to meet him. Yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, cuz they're doing they're doing pop-up uh in LA on the second and yeah. third, and I'm I'm trying to roll through. The, I, like I just got the the advertisement on my IG. That's what's oh. up, bro. Is that yeah. is that like a is that like a goal of yours to to be like with a, picked up by like a studio or like what long term as you look at things? What do you see yourself wanting to kind of like? How do you see yourself progressing? Well, like initially it was gonna be like I would I was gonna make my own kind of studio type thing, build it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And that was like something I had thought about doing when I was in high school. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to be like the black version of Marvel Comics, you know, like start picking up other creators and like make our own universe because all of my stuff, my personal stuff takes place in its own universe. So um, but I don't know now I'm kind of like with, you know, now that I'm working on God Punch and stuff it, it, I and I've seen, you know, like companies like Noir Caesar pick artists up and uh they're kind of already doing that i wouldn't mind being you know picked up by a company that had the same kind of ideals that i had already been kind of like thinking of previously so you know it's whatever happens happens we like me and patrick talk about um how we got noticed by viz on uh on twitter congrats on that yeah we yeah, we talked about that last episode too. Uh, big plug, big plug, and um, yeah, congrats, bro. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we were like, man. So you know, if we get with Viz and they they publish our stuff, that's that's huge. Like you know, Viz is like, what are they? The second most popular or, or second biggest like publishing manga company or something like that. They up there though. Yeah, man. yeah, they're in the top like five or something like that. But, um. Yeah, you know, so it just whatever happens happens. We we just speaking our speaking it into existence, um, trying to get ourselves out there and and any by any means possible. So we will we will take whatever blessings come our way. Yeah, you always got to stay open to opportunity. Uh, you talked about creating, like you said, you have your own universe. You created. You got a favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my personal universe. Yeah. Uh, probably the character that I'm working on right now. Um, well, I say working on right now. The character I was working on before I uh was picked up for God Punch, which is um Osiris. The yeah, man. King I was looking at I don't know if you saw that on. Yeah, I, I know. I saw it. I was looking at it. I was definitely yeah. He at uh, 
Patrick, I've told Patrick about like the story and stuff, and y'all have probably seen maybe a few pages that I've had on my Instagram if y'all have seen them. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's probably my favorite character right now, just because like I actually that's the first series that I actually sat down and was like, I'm not gonna start drawing anything until I have like at least one volume done, like in terms of chapters, like written. Um, in the past I struggled with having uh an idea for a series immediately starting to like draw it without really doing a whole lot of writing and then getting bored or or coming up with another idea and then jumping from what I was already working on getting like two pages into that and being like nah I'm not working on that anymore let me go work on this and so I would just never get anything done I'm not um, yeah you know you just be hopping from idea to idea and um yeah so like the uh black lotus the series is like i actually wrote about 12 chapters before i decided to like start drawing anything so it's it's got a lot of passion behind it yeah sometimes it's really hard to to like get things going and i definitely find that when you put uh put words on paper it kind of adds a different life to things like it kind of gives it some type of structure that normally you wouldn't have so like mm-hmm. um, has some projects I like have these grand ideas and I want to do them, but if I never start putting things on paper, the idea just keeps growing grander and grander until the point that it fizzles out. And because I yeah. never technically like put it on paper or start at a certain point, it just fizzles and it dies and it goes away. So like that's a hard practice. Me making sure that I like put things down on paper now. Yeah, uh, we was uh. We was talking earlier, me and Rome, and um, it, he commented about like the Egyptian influence that's in your work. Is that mm-hmm. like a is that like a a culture that you're really you really identify or attach to, or is it just like an aesthetic that you like? Um, well, I always liked. I really do like Egyptian culture, like ancient Egyptian culture. Um, that was always like. Ever since I okay, so ever since I watched Yu Gi Oh, and there was like oh. you know. You got, they got all them like Egyptian influences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I I was always kind of like, yeah, that would be cool to have like, you know, I like all the symbolism and, and stuff. And so when I got to high school, I started doing some like real like research on ancient Egyptian culture and stuff. And, uh, you know, just making. But see, like, that's the thing is like, I don't like to have one specific culture as an influence. I like to pull from all kinds of cultures. So like Black Lotus on the surface seems like it's very Egyptian based or, or, or Egyptian influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really pulls from from a bunch of different cultures like the um, so the main character Osiris is, you know, Egyptian influence with like the symbolism and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, even like the name. And uh, and his abilities, but the uh the acolytes which are like his um his immortal followers are all from different backgrounds so uh one of them is from uh from japan and so she has like a shinto um cultural background mm-hmm. uh the other one is from one of them is from or the twins i don't know if you saw those on my instagram i posted them they're from uh they're like ethiopian they're from uh the afar tribe oh, so they have like ancient that. ethiopian um cultural influences their their powers are based on like pre-christian 
Egyptian mythology or not Egyptian Ethiopian mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like one of them's from Mexico, so his you know have like ancient Mexican traditional uh, mythology backgrounds and stuff like that. So I like to pull from a bunch of different cultures um, to make each character unique because I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot out there in terms of cultural uh, culture from different points of the globe. And to kind of like stick with one seems a little boring to me. So that's what everybody else does. Pretty much. We we get beat over the head with, uh, what is it? Uh, Greek mythology. We like we everybody knows oh, everything yeah. about Greek mythology, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, all the other cultures are just as, if not more, interesting than Greek mythology. So it's like y'all are missing out on plenty of like story opportunities and stuff. Just sticking to Greek. Uh, one of the things that uh, I, you know, as I talked with Leek about, you know, this episode, and even Patrick's episode, one of the things that he was like really adamant about it, we talked about was uh, like the process that went into it. And pro- uh, Pat touched a lot on his process about writing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, what's your process as far as like the illustrations? Because at some point, you need to be able to uh, turn this into like where you're, he wants to pump out one a week. So like, you got to get to the point where you can pump out one a week. So like, <laughs> What does yeah. that look like for you? Um, shoot. Uh, it's if I had nothing else to do during the week, I could definitely do it. Um, you know, I we both me and Patrick work, so it's like that takes up some time. But I think the process um and Patrick and I kind of talked about this towards the end when we were kind of working on that deadline and we ended up having to push it back. <laughs> Um, I could sketch, I sketched about 12 or something. It was a a ridiculous amount of pages, um, in about 12 hours in a 12 hour period. I sketched all those out and then, um, inked them in like three hour intervals per page. So, I mean, I got about 12 pages done in three days, three or four days, mind you. I was definitely working overtime and I probably should not have been working that hard. But um, I don't know, like when we first started working on God Punch, it was uh, it was kind of difficult because Patrick's writing and it's gotten better now. But he uh, when he was writing in script format, he would kind of he had a lot of detail. So, you know, he probably talked about this in his episode. But, you know, uh, Togashi is like one of his big influences. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Togashi likes to write a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. So, yes, like novel, 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 novel. Yes, it is. It is a novel with some illustrations. <laughs> um, yeah. So Patrick is uh, his writing was kind of like that too. You know, where he had a whole bunch of dialogue that he wanted squeezed into one panel, and I was like. Yeah, but I want the artwork to be the forefront as well, you know, so I got to <laughs> gotta balance it. I got to spread it out and uh, I ended up having to like break up some of the dialogue between a couple of panels. Uh, and so we got behind a little bit because of that. And uh, so now Patrick has like simplified it down. He's, he goes back through what he's already written and he'll um, 
you know, make sure that he's not leaving anything out or he's not trying to cram everything into um, or cram too much into one panel or one page. So um, when I when I do the artwork, basically. I read what Patrick has given me on that page or whatever, see how many panels that he has um, or that he wants laid out. And uh, I kind of, you know, start getting some ideas what I want each panel to look like based on what the dialogue and uh, the description is saying, mm-hmm. start sketching those out. I may add um, or combine panels based on if I, if I feel like it'll be a better fit, I can fit the dialogue into one panel to get the point across better. Um, and then once it's sketched out, then, you know, um, start inking, adding the, the, the toning, you know, the gray tones and, um, then the dialogue and stuff. So it's a, uh, it's not really a difficult process. It's really more just like time consuming in the initial phase of getting everything sketched out. Um, and I think now going forward with chapter two, I'm definitely going to be doing like all the sketching first so I can get that out the way because I've, I've figured out that that basically takes up the most of my time. How much time does it normally take on an average? Um, yeah, I think it just varies like, page to page because it depends on how much content mm-hmm. is is on that page uh I, if i had to guess i think it takes me at least like two hours to get two or three hours to get a full sketch done of one character no of a of a page oh. a full page okay yeah so um yeah so you know two to three hours for a page depending on the content unless i can like Sometimes, you know, you look at a page and, and you, you read everything. And you're like, I got this. Like, immediately, just off the bat, you know what you're going to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's the opposite. You know, you need to take 45 minutes to kind of, like, process everything and get perspectives and stuff down in your head before you put it on the paper. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't – I'm the type of person with my sketches, I don't like to um, – be like very light with my sketches and like you know you, what you sketches pretty, are actually supposed much, to be. <laughs> yeah. You pretty much draw it in. Yeah, I will I will literally draw in all the details or most of the details when I sketch so that when I ink it's basically just like I'm tracing. You know, I'm just going over stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like to have to and I did this with a couple of pages in chapter one where I literally had like what a sketch is actually supposed to be, which is just like some circles, you know, and some lines here and there to kind of get the, ver- the, the the overall form. And then when you get to inking, you know, you start going on top, but you don't really have everything laid out. So it takes a little bit longer to do that. I figured I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> draw everything in during the sketch phase. Cause that was, that was much easier. Uh, since I'm just going to end up tracing over it anyway, I might as well get it all out in, in the, in the sketch phase. If the sketch phase takes longer, that's fine. It just makes it easier on me when it, when it comes to inking and, you know, adding the tones and stuff. So, so start to finish. If you do, uh, like we're talking inking and all, uh, mm-hmm. if you do one page, is that two to three hours still, or are you looking at like six hours? More like six. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, so if you, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like any time lapse of uh, some of the like 
big name artists like Murata and, and, and them working on a page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they do it traditionally. So I can't even talk because I do mine all digitally. I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of the game. But uh, they, will, they will take about eight to ten hours on a, on a single page from start to finish, depending on how much detail and content is on the page. And, um, yeah, it takes me about six to eight hours because I got to now that I'm doing all the sketching, like detail wise, that takes about three hours. Then the inking is another two hours. The toning is another hour and a half, two hours, depending on how much is going on. Um, and then that last hour is just me adding the dialogue. Oh, wow. So I just got so much more respect for Oda. Thinking about all those hours he put into making these mangas and drop them every week. Yeah, I read somewhere. I don't know how much of like Oda's uh, these facts that I find about him, how much of it's like fan created and how much of it <laughs> is like real shit. But I read somewhere that he only sleeps for three hours a night. Um, so he may naturally be on that. Um, you putting all these hours and stuff in like and knocking this out. Like one, do you work straight through? Like, are you able to just, are you able to sit down and say, like, these next three hours, this is what I'm doing. And then you, like, knock it out in, in them three hours. Or are you kind of, like, a work for, like, 30 minutes, maybe stop, eat some food, watch watch a couple episodes, anime. Uh, like, how, like, what's your, pro- like, what's that look like for you? I am definitely the, I need to get all of this done in one period type of artist. Which is okay. why I could never be a painter. Because... <laughs> <laughs> gotta like you know, gotta work on it for a little bit and come back, you know, after it's dried, so you can put another layer on top. That's I don't know if y'all know that, but I was I was originally going to be a painter. I went to school for that, but okay. um, I realized I didn't have the patience because I'm that kind of artist. I don't like to, you know, do a section and then be like, okay, I'm gonna go take a break, wait for that to dry. I'll come back, work on it for another hour or so, come back. I I can't do that. I have to like, I have to get everything that I've set out to, to, to accomplish in that period of time, I have to like do it all at once, nonstop. I will not take a single break except maybe to get some water. But even then I keep a thing of water next to me. So I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I definitely yeah. am the same way when it comes to, cause I paint myself and I hate going back to doing something. I like if I got to get it done now, get it all on the canvas and I'm done. Cause if I have to leave it, I'm just going to be like, damn, what was I doing here again? What was my tr- train of thought when I was trying to, Right. This little section here. So it's like once I get mm-hmm. in the zone, I'm just like I'm in the zone. No matter how not that's why I try to like do like smaller canvases because when it comes to big ones, I'll probably be there for like hours and hours doing something. Yeah. And and my um my classmates hated me in my painting painting class because that I was I was that type of person. Like I would literally wait until like the day before a project was due mm-hmm. and paint the entire thing in like an eight hour period. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> they were working on it, you know, like two to three hours every other day coming in the studio, I would just come in with blank canvas, knowing that I wasn't going to sleep that night and just crank out an entire painting in about eight hours mm-hmm. and get a good grade on it. And they were like, we hate you. We hate you for that. Because... <laughs> um, I feel that. What's your, uh, so you said you got your water next to you. You play music or like, are you, mm-hmm. yeah, you got I have background a, noise? Or... I like, uh, well, now I have a fan too, so I just I put the fan on. <laughs> I gotta keep, gotta keep cool, you yeah. know. Well, because my okay, so my room is like the hottest room in the house for for whatever reason. Mm. The, the airflow just hates my room, 
but so I, I gotta, and I, and I'm the type of person I like to wear sweats. So you already know how that is. True. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so now I, now I have a fan, so I'm good. I can keep the door closed and not worry about like me cooking myself in my room, essentially. <laughs> um, and so I had the fan, I had the fan on, um, I work on, I have two monitors. So my, my, my monitor on the left, uh, I have my Spotify open and I just, I got that going. Then, you know, so on the main music monitor, choice? Mm-hmm. When musical I'm choice, it just depends mm-hmm. on what I feel like that day. I mean, I like everything except country. I'm not really, oh, I'm not. I mean, okay, so I I like a maybe a, a couple of country songs, but I don't really I don't really listen to the genre as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my so my like biggest playlist is like it's a hip hop, R and B, and like soul playlist, like just a mix, and it's about seven thousand songs. And I just, put it on, I just put it on shuffle. I just put it on shuffle, unless I just really. To listen to, I could share, share that there, bro, so we could drop it in the I'll, show I'll notes. Share, let, let it yeah, let me get that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send it to y'all if, y'all if if y'all want. It's uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a long playlist, but you know, like I said, I put it on shuffle because when I do streams and stuff, I don't feel like having to look up like what I want to listen to. Everything I want to listen to is in that playlist, so just throw it on, hit shuffle, and what's good about it is like. There are songs that I've added like a couple of years or three years ago that I'll come up and be like, oh, I forgot about this song. You know, like, because the playlist is so big, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, you come across a song that you haven't heard in a while. So, this, this was, dang, oh, I did used to look So, this is it, always good when it brings up memories. Uh, you're like, oh, I remember that shit mm-hmm. in college. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, so, you know, uh, talking about like you got your workflow and everything uh rome so it was a one we talked about this before a little bit um in our chat mm-hmm. and talked about how like uh artists are oftentimes underpaid and overworked and so um rome found like this statistic that uh you know about forty thousand dollars is like the annual salary kind of for like um, someone is illustrating a, yeah illustrating the manga yeah and that doesn't include like expenses uh is is that daunting for you like you're pursuing a career in this field where like the the money's not that high or do you have like a plan for that uh like as you go forward uh <clears throat> honestly i uh i don't know i i do kind of look at some um artists that work in those fields and i'm like they really are not they're getting hella underpaid like you know mm-hmm. animators are, are are and and people that work on like game development and stuff like that they are definitely not getting paid as much as they should be getting paid um and that's why i always kind of dreaded going into those fields like i wanted to go into those fields but at this point i'm kind of like well i can just do my own thing and build it because then you're working for yourself. And so you can basically, you basically paying yourself, you know, at that point, you don't have to worry about like working for a company that undervalues your, your talent or just can't afford to pay you as much as you're worth. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, and I also do like, 
I freelance uh, graphic design and stuff on the side. So mm. I may I may do like a, have a have a stable job that that pays well and work on this on the side, you know, because like especially it, it, depending on like if I if I end up doing more uh, graphic design work in the future. Um, in fact, I was looking at this job just recently. It's a it's a rem- remote position so I can work from home doing graphic design. Um, and uh, and then I can do God Punch on the side. And so it's like, it's not really that big of a deal. It's just kind of like balancing mm-hmm. what you want to do um, and get paid for, like, you know, working on the manga uh, is not going to pay a bunch until you get to a certain point. So you just kind of like, you got to do what you got to do to make money until what you really want to do is making all the money for you. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They got to grab a team. So one thing I was thinking about was that um, I think the advantage that you two may have is that, you know, since you're doing God Punch independently right now, uh, the funds, like, as it grows and as it becomes, you know, the same size as, like, other popular mangas and everything, uh, the funds that come in are going to be you guys. So I think that helps you, like, put a team around God Punch to help you with things like engagement and everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we look at some other artists who work for companies, it's up to the company to put a team around them to help them with their engagement. And if they don't, then, like, the artists, like, Oda is already working probably 60 hours a week to pop out a chapter. Um, So he wouldn't have time. And so um, I think that's going to be an advantage for you guys, that you guys are going to be able to interact with your fans and kind of still have a life on the side because uh, you're able to have a team around you, especially with, like, the time that goes into it. Um, after talking to Patrick last week. Mm-hmm. And, and definitely because we don't work for a company that has like, you know, you have to have it out by this time. Not that not that we mm-hmm. don't set our own deadlines, but, you know, working for yourself is more flexible. So you can kind of afford to be more social and put more time towards other things that uh, if you worked for a company, you wouldn't have time to do. And, uh, you know, just working independently is like, that's a big advantage, like you said, because you really just you really just have the um, the time and to to put towards things like that that a lot of artists wish that they had. So, yeah, I got a question. Um, mm-hmm. Which production company would you prefer to animate God Punch if you could choose? Oh, me and Patrick talk about this. A lot, actually. Uh, so we talk about having either like Bones or Madhouse. Um, yeah, Madhouse. Or, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, y'all already know what it is with like uh, Ufotable because they be animating Demon Slayer. And they also did all the Fate, the Fate series animations, which is why all those series look fantastic. Yeah. So it might it would probably have to be between those three um but we also talk about there's another company that's like uh if we wanted to go straight to netflix we'd probably use uh powerhouse animation they're out of austin texas and uh they did the castlevania series oh, they love them. yeah oh, i love castlevania, castlevania. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they yeah so they they got some they got some skill i like their i like their animation style um 
So we, if we wanted to go like straight to Netflix with God Punch, that's probably an avenue we would go with. Um, or um, I don't know if y'all know about like who Lashawn Thomas is. Patrick might have talked about him a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's the one that's going to Netflix soon, isn't he? Yeah, he's when, got um, Cannabusters comes out on, uh, on the fifteenth of August on Netflix. That's his series, and um, it's like a joint collaboration between him and this Japanese studio. I think it's Satellite Studio Satellite or something like that. Uh, uh-huh. their animation is really good too. So there's plenty of like studios out there, but like top three, definitely bones, madhouse or you But yeah, so I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> no, bro. We, we all about, we look here at the worst generation podcast. We all about that tangent. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So the last thing I kind of want to talk about is just like, uh, really you, so uh, Patrick talked about how you took like that leap of faith when you joined the team. Was that hard for you? Like, was that a rough decision for you? Or did you just know instantly like, yo, this is what I want to do? Um, well, definitely was like, uh, you know, I had to kind of think about it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't instantaneous, um, especially because, you know, at the time it wasn't it was he was like, we we literally just cannot afford to pay what you you know want us to pay um but we really want you on this series regardless uh and i was like you know i'm at the time i'm graduating college in like a few weeks and you know i'm gonna need some kind of steady income and uh and i was like man like i don't know if i could do that like that's that's a big risk to take you know to come on and and not be getting paid right off the bat but mm-hmm. um, from what I had read and, you know, working with Patrick previously on like the, the other commissions that he had reached out to me for, I had some uh, I had some faith in the series. Just just off top, I was like, you know, this 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 sounds like it could be really good. You know, this guy's got a lot of passion and like, um, you know, dedication to his craft and, and, and to the series. So why not? You know, like, like why? 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 Why not give it a chance? And uh, shoot, I mean, you see where we're at now. We're like blowing up on Webtoon, you know, getting noticed yeah, by Biz Media. Okay. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just gotta make t- tough decisions like you that. Just step there, bro. Yeah. yeah. My my favorite quote is I always say, "Nothing ventured, nothing gained." So if you don't try it, you won't know how far you might go. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. What's more important to you? I know you've you've done both. You've done writing and illustration. So what's more important to you? Would you say writing is more important or the illustration is more important to making a manga, you know, more appealing to people? Um, That's tough. I think because I do both, Um, I, for a while I always thought like, oh, you know, the artwork has to be like, it has to be amazing. But... Mm. um. I would have to say now it's probably more about like the writing at this point. Like your if your story is trash, nobody's gonna want to read that. Like, <laughs> you know, true. If you've seen, um, so you know how you know how One Punch Man started out. It, the dude one was doing the web comic, and his artwork was not good. It's it was, horrible. You know, it's it was bad. Horrible. And he's uh, and look, he's gotten a lot better now. Like his artwork has definitely improved, but. Um, 
you know, people, his stuff blew up because of how good his story was. And he never would have gotten the chance to work with an artist like Yusuke Murata had his story not been at the level of where it was. So I would definitely have to say the story is is a lot more important, uh, at least in the beginning, uh, for a series. Like, just grabbing the audience's attention. Like, if, it, if you got a good story, people will read it regardless if, it the, if the artwork is not really there for the most part. So... Okay, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, the story definitely has to drive the people's attention to like you know, and you know the visuals just come like as a bonus in my opinion. Exactly. Top five uh, most interesting characters, whether if they're like well drawn and you're just drawn to them for how they're drawn, or like well written. Uh. I know you be. I know you be tired of top five, bro, because you be on all the interviews. <laughs> Oh man! Everybody be like, "Oh, what's your top five? You probably just got it written down by now." Man, like, uh, well, like that's the problem. Is that's the problem is I use I I used to have like a set top five. Now I be watching and reading so much stuff, I can't even have a top five anymore. I'd be like, it'd be changing like the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, man, okay, I got it. Gets, I gotta it gets have, harder every week. Yeah, I gotta. Okay, so I gotta have Ichigo in there. That's my boy. Um. Not only just because of the way he was drawn and like his his you know just well the whole Bleach series in general just drip like nonstop everybody always be looking fire in that series. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they do be uh rocking rocking them little robes and cloaks and shit. Mm-hmm. Kimonos. Yep. So uh, gotta have him up there. Um, I think I'd have to put. Hmm, that's tough. Let's see. Character. What's I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Oh, okay. So I definitely like um, what's his name from uh, Gurren Lagann. Uh, damn. Why can I not think of his name off the top of my head? Oh, you talking about um, the buddy that he was called his older brother, the one that passed, yeah. the one that died in the show. Yeah, well, I just oh, like the I name? like the overall character design of oh, okay. like okay. Cause, well, because you know the he ended up wearing that later on anyway, the same kind of outfit. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed that. I like the character design for that. Ah, okay. um, uh, let's see. I really like. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Blood Blockade Battlefront or Kekai Sensen. No. That, uh, no, but yeah, it's. Uh, I listened to your Blanime interview, and that's what like you were the first person that just put me on that one. I think. Yeah, so it's it's animated by Bones, and uh, it, it's a manga too. I haven't read the manga. I think the manga is still ongoing, but um, the character design for that series is really really cool. Like just the the ability designs and stuff. Um. I think Magi or Magi. Magi. Uh, I love Magi. Yeah. My shit, yeah. The character yeah. design in Magi yeah. is top tier, definitely. Yeah. Top tier. That was yeah. in my top five anime and uh manga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've shoot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was manga. that's one of my favorite animes. Um Man, the anime is good. It is. Uh I think Okay, in terms of character design, even though One Piece is not really like my favorite favorite, character design wise, One Piece be having some fantastic 
like variations in character designs. Um, like shout out my nigga Duffy. Yes. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just I really enjoy um how Oda can like have so many different unique designs. Um, even in like one panel, you know, he'll like he'll go the extra distance and make every single person in that page that's like a minor character that may never show up again. They'll have like the most unique looking design. And I just love that. Like that that takes some uh some dedication and, and like creativity because you know a lot of times when artists when it, when you can tell you know they have that thing where you can tell like who's the main character and who's not the main character. Mm-hmm. Because like the main character is like stands out They'll be sitting in like an auditorium, Always. and you can tell who the main character is, and everybody else just looks generic as hell. Yeah, and I just hate. I just hate that. Like, I love when his when artists like color. yeah, yeah. I just love when artists have like every character in the crowd or in that panel, even if they'll never show up again. They, you know, they look unique. So, what's coming up next for you? You got like upcoming cons, events, podcasts, uh, conventions for for illustration animation anything yeah we're um so middle of august i think august it's like the 14th through the 16th uh that weekend we're going to anime fest to uh and there's a bunch of this is like a big one that we decided to go to because um we were going to go to anime austin this is a smaller con um but we saw who's going to be at anime fest in dallas and we were like oh we got to go to that because they're having all these like top uh, animators from Japan that are going to be there. Uh, like their list is stacked, and people worked on like Ghibli films and just all kinds of stuff. So uh, we're definitely going to that to network middle of August, and uh, that's. I think we also have another podcast. We're, we're going to do a follow up with uh, with Blanime because they're from Dallas. Um, so we'll go back and, and now that the first chapter is dropped, you know, we'll have some more stuff to talk about and I just, well, I'm sick, but I just started working on the second chapter yesterday and, uh, so yeah, so we, we on it, we are on it. We'll see. I don't know. I don't have a specific date for when the second chapter is going to be out because I just started working on it. I don't have no estimates, so don't ask, Mm -hmm. but, uh, (laughs) It's it's it'll be sometime next month definitely. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think we'll get it done before we go to Anime Fest, but um, yeah, it'll definitely be sometime towards the end of August. I'm guessing, if I had to guess. So I'm excited for that because unlike uh, unlike Leak, I didn't subscribe to the p- premium Patreon, so only <laughs> 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 only only had the one chapter, and that's all I read so far. So I'm geeked up for for number two. Mm-hmm. Leak then read the scripts. Uh, he got the t-shirts, mm-hmm. and um, I think we saw his name. I think we saw his name in the credits too. So he. he <laughs> you know, I remember you sent out the the. The actual script of while ago in the chat too. They got just found in my email not too long ago. The first three chapters. See, see, you lacking. I I sent y'all the first three. I was like, hey, I need to check this out. He said I can send y'all the first few so y'all can read it. But now nah, y'all mm-hmm. on which chat? On which chat? That was in the One Piece nah, chat. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's in the One Piece chat. It's funny that y'all were talking about <laughs> reading the chapters and y'all haven't read y'all or y'all haven't gotten around to reading the chapters. Um. 
I literally do not read the chapters unless I'm like drawing them. I read them as I draw them. So I'm not, I'm just as behind as y'all are on reading Godfathers, <laughs> which is hilarious because I'm the, you know, I'm the artist. So I'd be just as surprised. I'd be like, oh shit. Like, you know, what, what, what so-and-so <laughs> killed this dude or like this guy died or like whatever. You'd be like, cause I just, you know, I read it as I was drawing it. I'll get to that. And then I'd be just as surprised as everybody else. So you got a you got a reason behind like I just because if I'm yeah. you I want to I well I just I want to read it yeah I just don't like to I like to be surprised unless it's my own stuff like that I've written you know because you can't be surprised writing your own stuff but just coming from you. yeah you know if 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 I'm not the writer I like to be just as surprised as everybody else even if I'm the person illustrating it I'll be like I I get to it when I get to it you know I want to be like let me wait for next week's episode you know I'm yeah you know, I, I like to be like that. Well, you know what, bro? I'm finna, I'm finna stay on your schedule. You just inspired me. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to be like Leek and be and got all the scripts in my attic. So I'm, yeah, that's so <laughs> I'm gonna pace myself, bro. Man, fuck, fuck all that. Chapter twenty eight got started the other day. I'm waiting on it. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Patrick got uh, he got inspired again. He started writing some more chapters. So, drop off your your information, your your IG, your YouTube, your your Patreon, your Twitch. your your Cash App, whatever your Twitch, whatever people need. Uh, okay. So, okay, I guess we'll start off with y'all already know what the Twitter is. Twitter is uh, yen underscore designs. It used to be the same as my actual like name, but I changed that because that's my design. That's like my brand. My brand is Yen Designs. That's the website and everything. So, um, so that's my Twitter. My Instagram is Kokujin Creates. K O K U J I N K R E A T E S. So it basically means Black Man Creates because you know. Kokujin is black man in Japanese. I just needed something. Oh, that's dope. I needed something like you know unique that I could use for like my social medias and stuff. So, um, that's what, yeah. So that's that's the Instagram, um, Twitch, exactly the same. Thanks for following me back, bro. Oh yeah, no, I got y'all. I like to follow people back. I ain't like, you know, I don't really care about that whole uh, follower to to following ratio stuff. I, I'll follow no, back whoever follows me. Y'all both followed me back at the same time. I was like, yo, were they sitting next to each other when they did this shit? <laughs> and we we yes. be on that same wavelength. So, you know, Twitch is the same as the Instagram, Kokujin Creates. I used to have a YouTube. I haven't gotten back into it yet, so don't worry about that. Uh, we, yeah, y'all can get into that when it's... Uh, I'll, I'll post on my social media when the YouTube is back up and running. Let's see, what else? I don't have a Patreon. I should, but I don't. I'm I'm slacking. Uh, I have a cash app. Cash app is uh dollar sign dat boy yen d a t b o i y i n. Don't ask me why it's like that. I I don't even know. But um, what else? I'm trying to think. Did anything on social media? Facebook. Facebook is uh it should just be a yende hall. It's my actual name. Uh, a y i n d e hall. Boring last name. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably about it. 
uh y'all well y'all know what the webtoon is so look it up in the canvas not originals because we're not sponsored by webtoon this is not a webtoon sponsored series um okay yeah, you gotta you gotta go to canvas to type it in otherwise it's not going to show up mm. um and uh yeah y'all like and subscribe to that shit man we we could use the extra views and subscriber count you know we're trying to get up there so that uh you know get get our names out there yeah so you can make that case to viz media on why they need to stop sleeping on you yeah exactly see well that's the whole yeah viz, so the viz thing is like a uh they're gonna start publishing like originals um they're gonna have a whole new like line of uh, original manga inspired creators, and mm-hmm. uh, so you could like submit a portfolio uh, as an artist or a writer uh, with your work, and um, they will take a look at it. And if they like it, you get submitted. You can get a actual book published by Viz Media under their Viz Originals line. So. So that would be amazing for us because then we wouldn't have to we wouldn't have to worry about self publishing, and you know finding mm-hmm. a publisher to get our books out there because that's always a pain to to get started and then you know get that off the ground. So that would that would take a huge load off our backs. Um, but yeah, so we're looking forward to that. We're actually going to take our portfolio uh, with us to Anime New York City because they're going to be there at anime new york city doing portfolio reviews in person you can submit online but um we're gonna do it in person because we just feel like we'll get our get it across better in person so yeah that's what's up bro i'm wishing you all the best of luck in that so yeah man thank you for joining us on the show we appreciate having you uh Big ups to y'all and everything that you're doing at God Punch. We wish y'all the best as you go forward, especially with the with the Viz Media. I would love to have a hard copy edition of God Punch in my hands in the in the coming months. Uh, so yo, we just gonna keep uh, manifesting and praying on it, bro. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Uh, speaking of hard copies, before I go, we are gonna have some hard copies of Chapter One. We have not ordered them yet, but we we will get some printed, and uh, we will be selling you know just the regular hard copies but we also are going to sell some where we've signed we're going to bring some with us to anime fest um just like a sample you know amount because they're kind of expensive to get printed but um we're going to print like a handful of them bring them to anime fest we may sign some of them uh and uh but if y'all want any we will let y'all know when we uh decide to order like the full amount we're going to you know kind of get uh a feel for how many people will actually want some hard copies we we've gotten a decent amount of feedback on that already but um Mm -hmm. yeah we will order some some hard copies of chapter one just a little like you know comic book staple style it'll be nice it'll be nice it's not gonna be no like you know we stapled them at home type shit but i'm gonna send my uh i'm gonna send my money to the league and he can do my pre-ordering for me because I'm sure he pretty much already got the link. He probably already deserved here. Probably got his own copy already. I mean, me and Pat already talked about it. <laughs> me and Pat already mm-hmm. talked about it. I got my uh my signed copy is already in the wings. Wait. 
bro had everything. He was like, yeah, man, I already read, you know, upwards of 20 chapters. And so um, I was expecting to read. That was the thing. That's why. That's when I realized I was expecting to read like 20 chapters when you dropped the the link when I went to go check it out on Webtoons or whatever or whatever site I went mm-hmm. to. Um, and so when it got to the end of chapter one, I'm like clicking and I'm thinking I'm tweaking. I didn't want to seem slow on the chat. So I spent... <laughs> I spent like an hour and a half Googling it, like searching around, couldn't find chapter two. And then that's when I came back to the chat and you was like, oh no, I got the, uh, like I got the scripts. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh. Oh, so you're oh. an insider. Like, you're an insider, huh? I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it was at that moment I realized the difference between us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode if you liked it be sure to subscribe and listen to us and don't forget to send us those voice messages we want to hear what y'all got to say and we want y'all to join us on the show till next time we out